0: The entire team at the Emsolation podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians and cultures of the lands and seas on which we live and work. We pay our respects to all First Nations peoples, elders and ancestors. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded and stand in solidarity towards a shared future. I personally want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I record this podcast every week, the Wurundjeri people. I recognise their continued connection to the land and waters of this beautiful place I call home. Always was, always will be.
1: Em Rossiano.
0: I can do it as long as I'm not tired. Oh, my God, I've just become my father. And Michael
2: Lucas. It's either torture or my personal vision of heaven. This is Em Salation. It explains your decorating (laughs) song? you've just constantly felt like, more. <laughs> more we is needed. need more. more. More is needed. <laughs> Leopard print. Where yes. is it? <laughs> Neon. <laughs> Fluorescent colours.
1: Add a vintage Barbie. Quick. You're in Emsolation.
0: Well, hello there and welcome to Emsolation. My name is Emma Rossiano. I'm a writer, a singer, a stand-up comedian, a maximalist power queen, a neurodivergent magic brain, a podcaster, and together with my best friend since I was 11, screenwriter, Leggy Award winner, Actor Award winner, Mr Michael Lucas... I bring you this podcast that you are listening to right now. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for being here. How are you? I am well. I'm sprightly. I'm here. I've had my iron supplement. (laughs) I am loving how much you're all learning from Tuesday's edition of Free Time Tuesday. We, of course, all went to the gynecologist together. If you haven't caught up on that, please do. We had Dr Kara Thompson on, I realised over the weekend after discussing with many of you online that there's a bit of mystery around the vulva. Just in general, how to clean her, what she's cold, uh, what she should smell like, how, how she should be cared for. It just seems like a lot of people who have a vulva... Still feel weird about centering the vulva and looking after the vulva. But also, I think an important episode to get the men folk to listen to. I just, I think that, that we all know about dicks and penises and we're all across all of that, right? Like the, the penis is the universal. We get it, we understand it. There's no mystery surrounding the wang, but it just feels like the vulva still has this weird kind of cloak and shroud of, oh, do not talk about it because it's awkward? And, you know, it's not. It's really not. It's just not. So please go back and listen. And I again want to thank um, Dr Cara. She was incredible. She was enlightening. And she was straight to the point. She was blunt. A few people got their knickers in a knot over her saying, oh, periods are not important. You don't have to have them if you don't want them. And then I had a few people trying to go me about that. I'm like, no, dude, saying that you hate getting your period is totally fine. And if I ever met a person who gets their period and said, God, I love it. Oh, let the blood run free, please. Flow, flow, God, the cramps, yes. The, the PMT, yes,
1: I love it, bring it home.
0: I would probably have to pull her panty towel or slap their face, whomever it is. It's okay to say you're getting your period. It's okay. I don't know why. They, it's like when people complain about being pregnant. It's okay to complain about being pregnant also. It's also okay to complain about being a parent. It's also okay to complain about being a wife or a husband or a partner. It's so weird that it makes other people uncomfortable when you voice that stuff, the real stuff, about things apparently we're all meant to just be tra about. I am definitely going to stop getting my period. Like, this is happening. I'm going to get that thing put in. All the things, the implants, bring it on because I hate getting my period because, as previously discussed, I am a bleeder. And also it comes whenever it damn well pleases. Because I'm 43, it's starting to stop, start, stop, start. It's like I'm 12, 13 again. So, yeah, I hate getting my period and I'll probably say that. Imagine if you've just come in there. <laughs> This week on the pod we talk about uh, Italy's first female Prime Minister. Yay! Except she's a fascist. Giorgia Meloni is um, currently holding enough majority to be crowned PM and she is a frightening prospect, let me tell you right now. Rihanna's been announced as the halftime act at the Super Bowl. As you can imagine, Michael and I are frothing. We talk about Bill Shorten possibly including ADHD in the NDIS, and he name-checked my speech, which was nice. And we also cover off House of Dragon, the Game of Thrones spin-off. Michael and I have been watching it and loving it. That is what you are about to hear. Marcella's at work. She's not in today, but that's all right. You know, you can deal with it just being Michael and I. It's a bit more profesh because we did it on a Wednesday and I use the word profesh lightly. All right, gang, enjoy and... um, don't forget to be like following us on Spotify and, and all that. Do all the things. Do all the things, my lovely insulators. All right, play the music.
1: M. Luciano and Michael Lucas. This is insulation.
0: Michael Lucas.
1: That's very Oprah Winfrey of you. It was. Yeah. Oh
0: my goodness. Except it was
2: it was actually more musical. <laughs> she would just say Michael. No.
0: How would she have done it? Well, she did Elton John. That's uh, it. She would hold that. she it would yeah. have been Michael Luca. That's exactly it. She likes to hold the second name yeah. in a strong vibrato. What are you doing, Ben Wilson? And then
2: occasionally do a <laughs> she would do that occasionally.
0: <laughs> Ben's Aww. just crawled in our EP on his knees to get a chord. Are you right, darling? Okay, I'm
2: not going to make an on-your-knees joke. It's fine. I think you
0: just did. No, never. I would not, ever. Hi, Gay. Uh, welcome. It's a Wednesday. We're sprightly. We're early. We're here. No Marcella because she's working. So up to date. Yeah. <laughs> How bummer would we be if there's
2: incredible breaking news in the next three hours because we've got so close <laughs> to the end? There won't be. Sit not. forward,
0: please, on your mic. Oh. Hey, the, to, there's yeah. a lot to talk about. Yeah. A lot to talk about. We'll start off with the news that excited us the most. The Super Bowl Halftime Show Act has been announced and you just yes. sent it to me very quickly. Very quickly. You broke the news to me. Well, it's been a long time coming, this one. Hasn't it just?
2: There's been two performers that have been very clearly on the Super Bowl wish list. Mm. They would be Miss Taylor Swift mm. and Rihanna, and I'm suddenly realising I don't know her actual full name. Rihanna. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's I do, and now it's made me leave my mind. I look it up. I'm looking it up right now. Big Zegle put it in. Rihanna full name. Cause her first name isn't Rihanna, I know that. Robin Rihanna Fenty. Oh my god, we forgot Fenty.
2: Hang our heads in we shame. We so
0: pop culture. Oh my goodness, we forgot like Fenty, which is the, oh my goodness, the makeup brand, the, the lingerie. <laughs> Rihanna has been announced, and a lot of Swifties. I mean, we feel for you. We they did think it was their time with all the new releases that Taylor. But hasn't she been offered? I
2: Taylor? don't know. Okay.
0: I don't know. The last time I was told by our EP, the last time Rihanna was meant to perform. She didn't.
2: She didn't. And wasn't that partially in the whole taking a knee, Colin Kaepernick, solidarity... Yes, Black
0: Lives Matter movement. And guess who slid in that year? Maroon (laughs) 5. That feels right. (laughs) That feels really right. Doesn't it? And yeah. in the last two weeks, the amount of press that Adam yeah. Levine's been getting and Rihanna's come back out and gone, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah.
2: Didn't they also hire Jay-Z to sort of take over the production of the halftime show? Yeah. 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 So they were trying to build some bridges. Sort of. But Rihanna's a pretty great
0: bridge to have built. And it'll be... I'm so intrigued. It's 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 a risky move for Rihanna. Do you think? I do. Because she's at this unattainable... Deity can do no wrong. Billionaire status right now. She's mysterious. Yeah. She's just had a baby.
2: When's the last time she released some music? Oh,
0: I don't. Twenty seventeen or years and years and years ago. She's beyond that now. So far ago, I can't even remember. Yeah. she has gone beyond that now. Yeah. So to and I'll, I've seen I've seen Rihanna live.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, look. So have I.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing about it is. I Wait. Uh, uh, <laughs> look.
2: Look. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> Rihanna Come live. On. We've yep. also seen Beyonce live.
0: Yep. Uh, yep.
2: She, mm-hmm. Brianna certainly has some bangers.
0: Like, <laughs> she does. You
2: cannot fault that music catalogue. Banger after banger after banger. Uh, agreed. I think she was stoned when she performed for me. Um, and that was you b- for me. I'm like, that'll make it sound like it's a private performance.
0: She was definitely stoned. Mm. Not even... Not even there was no no doubt in my mind she was stoned. Mm. I feel like she said it a couple I of times. I respected it. I didn't. No. Because I just think if you're coming out on stage to perform said bangers, uh, she did feel like the only girl in the world, truly. Because mm. I just think come on, mate. Mm. But look she's a new mother, maybe she's gone off the reefer for a bit maybe, I know. and she's <laughs> come out of her haze and she's like, God damn it, I need to get back on the stage.
2: Maybe. Maybe. I just remember her standing atop a car on stage and she was singing Rude Boy with a couple of... and it did, Your response was sort of like, she's like, come on, Rude Boy, come on, come on. You're like, well, would you, if you wake up a little, then maybe... <laughs> <laughs> no. She's very charismatic and the songs are great and I... Oh, Wow. Here we go. I'm being political. Well, I think you would not take on the Super Bowl unless you were prepared to put in. But also, has she had the baby? No. She's had the baby. OK.
0: She's had the baby. I'm already...
2: If she's not filming this for some sort of Netflix doco...
0: The first thing I thought, the camera's better have been rolling this entire 100%. time. But I just feel like I'm... She's not a... I wouldn't call her a... I wouldn't call her a dancer per se either. Um, so I... Would I'm, you even call her a strong mover? No. Um... No, I would say she... Can strike a pose. Very... She's fierce. I'm just wondering... I feel like it just needs to be a Savage by Fenty show. I just need to just put the Mm. lingerie show on for the Super Bowl and I think everyone would be happy. Because you can have guesties, you can have all your mates come in, so I feel like she might even invite, maybe Taylor will be invited in. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe they will be, mm-hmm. I just think Rihanna's gonna have a lot of collaborators come on with her and a lot of, lot of walking to the beat. You know?
2: <laughs> I saw a joke that said that she should just do a 20 minute makeup tutorial on stage. <laughs> and that would be
0: epic. Tonight I'm gonna to be showing you my nighttime skincare routine. Actually, would be. I mean, let's truly. Can we go through some of the hits that we will be seeing? Oh. Because when I get up, she is a hit machine. Yeah. Right? She, well,
2: she's just been. Wasn't Jay Z producer, right? And he was just feeding her banger after banger after. I'm ponder replay. Yeah. Umbrella. But
0: famously, Rihanna left the record label. Uh, yeah. Bankrupt. Oh. Had no money. Uh uh-huh. Started again. So when she started all of this new incarnation, she was starting from scratch pretty much. And
2: she's a billionaire. Yeah,
0: she's done well. Umbrella. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, don't, please don't stop the music, really. Yeah. The last album was 2016. <gasps> yeah, that's wild. The number one songs on Spotify are Love on the Brain, This Is What You Came For, Needed Me and Don't Stop the Music. I wouldn't put those up there with the top.
2: No, you need... I want
0: you to make me feel.
2: Oh, look... Only girl in the world. Diamonds is an absolute oh, classic shine for me. Bright.
0: Yes. What Look, else? Look, I
2: love. Weirdly, I love. We found love.
0: We fell in love in a hope. That one. We found love. Yeah. yeah.
2: I like rude boy. I like SM. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's all. <laughs> Never forget my daughters sitting in the back seat of the car on the way to school singing. <laughs> <laughs> I may be bad, but I'm perfectly good at it. The sex in the air, I don't care. I love the smell of it. I mean, are saying, What? Yeah, yeah. You like the smell of what?
2: Oh, there's Spectreana. so many. I mean, there's so many.
0: Yeah, it's great. It'll be good. Disturbia,
2: I'll take that. Yeah,
0: all of them. They're good. Put your phone down now.
2: No, I'm, I, now I'm just d- taking oh, myself it's through. It's not like we're
0: recording a friggin' podcast live. Uh, I feel like
2: there's a great one that I'm just on. missing. Okay.
0: <laughs> move on. <laughs> Jill is on a hot button now.
2: What about four or five seconds? Would she go there? Nah. Oh, I know what I'm missing. Bitch better have my money.
0: Oh! Heaven.
2: Oh, yes. work with Drake.
0: <gasps> yes!
2: I mean, will Drake come out?
0: No. Why not? Because he's in love with her, remember? She has
2: not really had a single in the 2020s. That is weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're pumped. Uh, but uh, she has to nail it. Because she's got, she's at perfection now. She's a billionaire. She's doing sustainable. She's doing. She's hiring a diverse cast for it. Like she's doing all the right things. I'm excited though, and it's a, it's a brilliant move. I mean, it's the only thing that could distract me from Beyonce's announcement of her Where world tour. Oh my god. I mean. The world tour is happening next year. She's announced it. Renaissance is coming. It's coming to Australia, but I feel like we need to see it in America.
2: Okay, don't yeah, you think? I'm up for it. I don't
0: know. I just worry that the Australian audience will let no. Beyonce down a bit. I'm just will so intrigued. Because there'll be a lot intrigued. of people like us, middle aged.
2: <laughs> yeah. I also, what she? I need every song on that album played. Every single song. Oh no, song. it will
0: be. How's she going to squash in some other tracks? She I mean, will
2: Presumably, well, we'll hear some hits.
0: Nah. It'll be just renaissance, I think, top to bottom. I do. But that's
2: only... She normally goes for, like, two and a half hours, and renaissance isn't that long.
0: We're not getting any visuals for this album either. None. Mm. It'll be the next one. Remember, she's doing three albums. There's three acts in renaissance, so when she tours, there'll be two more albums out.
2: But... I'm hearing theories that the acts are not separate albums that there might be, like, Act 1 was the release of the album, Act 2 is the tour, Act 3 would be the movie about the whole thing.
0: I think Act 2 is the visuals, Act 3 is the tour.
2: This is exactly what she's got us right where she wants us. (laughs)
0: Speculating. All right, moving on. Italy is looking at having its first ever female prime minister... Yay. Giorgia, yeah! Giorgia Meloni is the leader of the Fascist Brothers of Italy party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only The only good part of that statement is that there is a woman, but even then, you know what, I'm going to shock you, there are some bad women out there. No. I know. I know! Yeah, so not since Mussolini 100 years ago have we seen such a right-wing selection. (laughs) And what happy memories he brings. (laughs) (laughs) Throwback Thursday. Indeed. Indeed so. And, in fact, so much that Giorgia Meloni joined a socialist party when she was 11 that had been started by one of Mussolini's... um, men. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So she's been indoctrinated quite young. Yeah. But you're not allowed to call them fascists, the brothers of Italy. Right. It's interesting that they've okayed a woman, the brothers of Italy. Well,
2: or is it smart?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Some of the most... I mean, Margaret
2: Thatcher, she was one of the most, you know, effective right-wing leaders in history and part of the power was... She was a woman. Mm.
0: So the Brothers of Italy only garnered 4% last time there was a general election. This Mm. time they got 24%. Mm. Only 63% of Italy turned out to vote because it's non-compulsory. So the people that wanted the change went out and voted. And no-one else did. Mm,
2: that's why I remain very happy that we are compulsory voting for all of the... Yeah. I mean, if you had to pick your poison, you'd pick compulsory, I 100%, think. 100%,
0: because then you're responsible for the government that yeah. is in charge, right? Mm. This is something that came out of Maloney's mouth. Yes to natural families, no to the LGBT lobby. Yes to sexual identity, no to gender ideology. Yes to the culture of life, no to the abyss of death. She is uh, anti-immigrant, she's a nationalist, she's a racist, she's anti-abortions and she is anti any sort of LGBTQ rights, politics.
2: Wow. Yeah,
0: and openly states it. And got in on her extreme stance on no more immigration to Italy, like no more illegal immigration, it's going to be much harder to get into the country... Very much, and she announces herself as a Christian woman the second she steps up to the mic. I'm what a mother. I'm, I'm Christian. Yeah. What I'm
2: really appreciating is that you're replicating your Patrizia Reggiani <laughs> performance. Father, son, and house of Gucci. And it's—I'm just imagining a blonde version of her in it.
0: Mm. Yeah, mm. it's—you it, pretty much. She's only two years older than us. So abortions were legalized in Italy in 1978, mm. and she is moving to make them mm. much harder. She is, make no mistake about it, a fascist. Mm. And that is, for Italy, fucking terrifying. Mm. It really, truly is. And she is, she's a character. And I know I'm traditionally drawn to these strong, complicated, which I am not in any way pro-Giorgia Miloni, except there is a banging dance track that has been released that's going off in Italy. Giorgia, Giorgia Meloni. Gior- Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. See, so in some way, all the gay men, would. she's camp in her own way. When you see her, you'll know what I mean. Yeah. And the way that she speaks, and she's so theatrical and Italian and blonde, mm. but she's awful. She's awful.
2: Mm. But you th- you are traditionally fascinated by women that are hated, and, and, and conservative women are often the most hated. Oh, but yeah. Even though you object to their ideology... Totally. You have a strange...
0: Like Peter Credlin, Melania Trump, who else? Like mm. anyone, anyway, Margaret Thatcher. These women, I don't admire them in any way. I, I hate what they stand for. But there's something about
2: like you like the glamorous ones more than you don't. You're not a big fan of Sarah Huckabee Sanders.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. It's part of me. It's just that they're so staunchly themselves and their their own unique character. Mm, and uncompromising. I'm drawn to extremes. Yeah, I am. That's my that's my brain. And yeah. when I see these women, and it's like. Especially when they're Italian with a dance hit backing them. My oh. God. When I heard, when I was, I was listening to the news yesterday and I heard her speak and I was like, oh, my God, who is this person? Mm. She's horrifying. I must know everything about her.
2: Marine Le Pen didn't get you, though. No. No, she wasn't. Because And also because the, the president there is, Macron is so compelling in his own right with his wife. and. Oh, the wife! I know, you love them. I
0: love them so much. He's former English teacher.
2: I know. Another Very one. heartbreak, heartbreak
0: high. <laughs>
1: M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. This is, 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 is M. Salation.
0: I was in the news yesterday.
2: I know. Mm. I clicked on. I saw a picture of Bill Shorten. Who was he talking about? What was he talking about? M. Rossiano.
0: was. And her
2: a press club speech and her proposal. Her no plea. Mm. For ADHD to be added to the NDIS.
0: Mm. Mm. He said my press club speech was a powerful contribution to the national debate. Mm. Is it a debate though? Is it a debate? Well, there's a
2: debate about whether it should be included on the NDIS. Depends <laughs> what people are debating. But it's kind vividly. of
0: wild because as as I stated, 20 years ago it was added to the Disability Act. We mm. it is on there as a, a recognized disability. It ticks all the boxes that mm. require to be recognized as a disability yet it is not on the national disability insurance scheme it just feels like this is a easy thing can you
2: clarify cuz i think when people people have this knee jerk reaction to it mm. and like <laughs> what their their depiction of it would be someone goes having trouble concentrating ndis truckloads of money arrive at their house. That is basically how it's like...
0: The ableist media, some factions of the ableist media, and it's not going to shock you to know it's a lot of the Murdoch press. Yeah. Yeah, uh, basically saying, oh, when you need some money because you can't set an alarm. Yeah. But the
2: reality is... Oh, my God. ..what you're campaigning for is for if you are, um, uh, if you're diagnosed ADHD and require services Correct. to
0: help, yeah. It's not, oh, you'll I'm, be covered for it's it. It's not like turning up t- to the NDIS bank, which doesn't exist, and going, here's my uh, letter that says I have ADHD. Please deposit a million dollars into yeah. my bank account. I'm not the Optus hacker. yeah Oh, the Optus hacker. Put a pin in that. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Most polite hacker of all time. Are you still with Optus? No. Nah. Okay. Have you heard what the Optus hacker's done this morning?
2: No, what's happened this morning? Wait,
0: put a pin in it, put a pin in it. Oh, okay, we're going the side quest. So, obviously awful, all that information was hacked. They've now apologised mm. and said they might have gone too far and don't worry, I'm not going to leak your information. Oh. <laughs> ah! <And>, but <laughs> if, we don't know who it is. Nah, if I was going to be a hacker, like, that was what, if that would give me away. Like, it would be like, I'm going in all guns blazing, oh, I've had a... I've thought about it, I feel a bit bad. Yeah. Soz guys. (laughs) And the demand for $1 million was so 90s. So they wanted a million dollars from Optus to not release the information. And I'm like, million (laughs) dollars? What? Are you Dr. Evil? $1 million. I don't
2: understand. You would be given away by the fact (laughs) you'd want to show contrition via a stripped back, raw Instagram story. That's kind of like.
0: Or an entire musical show. (laughs)
2: <laughs> totally. It's either completely off the cuff, instant live stream, or it's two years in the making, every lighting cue perfect.
0: I'm sorry, I had you. Yeah, I just I was just thinking Uh, And it could be both, I should say. (laughs) Often is. Yeah. But I just was I was just living for the apology and the sorry, but also the lame amount they asked for. Like shoot for the stars. It's Optus. They have eleven million customers. You just wanted a million bucks for what? To put a deposit on a house? Yeah. I don't understand what the. It was so lame. I would ask for $500 if I was going to do it. Mm. Go big or go home. Mm. But no, they have apologised and they were also a bunch of Optus customers received all these scam texts, right? Mm. And then it said, if you don't deposit this much money here, I'll release your information. And it had their information on the text. Mm. And then there was a follow-up text saying, nah, it's just fucking with you. I'm not going to do it.
2: Oh, (laughs) I'm charmed.
0: (laughs) But also... And no, like she's sure bad. Terrible. Terrible. And if anyone's any of our insulators are Optus people, I would imagine you'd be feeling very unsafe. And also, why was Optus holding on to data of people who were ex-customers? Because ex-customers were targeted too. Ooh. Data they shouldn't have. And data that was accessible without a password, with had no encryption on it, was very easily stolen. And so the questions are now being asked of Optus, Well, have you still got my stuff and I haven't been a customer in five years? Mm, Hectic, I know. What were we talking about? Bill Shorten.
2: Bit of a branding disaster for them.
0: So Bill has promised a new approach to the NDIS. So Bill Shorten is in charge of that portfolio. And I just... (laughs) The NDIS is so fraught and so hard to deal with. But to answer your question, the kind of funding we're talking about is... Kids who have ADHD, often in the classroom, Mm. require extra assistance. They Mm. require maybe a learning aid or they require different tools, more teacher's time and another teacher, special classes, therapy, whatever. Mm. And schools are not given a cent for that. None. Mm, mm. So often kids with ADHD are just left behind Mm. or they drop out or they're they're disruptive or they have... It's really bad. Mm. So this money would allow parents to fund someone to go into the classroom with their kid, Mm. to do therapies, to get the special books, to get an occupational therapist. Mm. That's what this money is important for. Mm. And often ADHD is hereditary. So if you've got three or four kids, probably half of them, if not all of them, have this, Mm. and you're having to privately fund all of those kids... Not Mm. many Australian families. That's out of the reach of most Australian families.
2: Mm.
0: That's why the NDIS funding is important. Mm. Also, level one autism is not covered by the NDIS. Yeah. So we used to call that Asperger's. Yeah. So if your kid is level one, they still require help. Mm. They still require occupational therapy and and all the other things, but those parents also don't get... So if your kid's ADHD and on the spectrum, Mm. my God. And that's why the NDIS funding is important. And so when I'm reading all these comments, oh, the comments, Michael.
2: Yeah, well, it's probably not healthy to be looking at the comments right now. I can only imagine. (laughs) They're just,
0: they're soul destroying in that you do start going, oh yeah, maybe I am being, like, maybe I just need to be better. Like, why can't I just fucking get organised? Why can't I just do this shit? And Mm. And then you have to go, no. Things have been really hard. Mm. Just stuff like, uh, uh, over my life, I can think of the amount of things I have ruined or fucked up or cost a lot of money. Like, I crashed, I rode off three cars before I was 21 mm. because I was just reckless. Mm. And I often ran out of petrol in the middle of major highways because I...
2: Well, that yeah, uh, that's the other thing. People talk about the expenditure, but what we don't uh, talk about is the cost of having, you know, this many unsupported... People with ADHD. It's wild. Yeah, which would cost billions and billions and billions of dollars in so many different ways that yeah. are very hard to account for.
0: I did an interview with a girl the other day from the Guardian who's been looking into how many girls are incarcerated in the juvenile justice system, mm. and there was a, sur- a study done on them, and twenty-five mm. percent of them had undiagnosed ADHD.
2: Yeah, that's really easy to believe.
0: And you're in, and they're in there. And how
2: expensive? How much of a drain is that on on, mm. uh, on public money?
0: Exactly. So if these kids are getting assistance earlier and parents are getting help earlier through schemes like the NDIS, eventually it will cost us less money as a society and the government less money. Mm. But the way, you know, it's very... If people who are across ADHD and aware of ADHD are reporting on it, it's it's great. But those who choose to be willfully ignorant...
2: Well, it's also like
0: people can... Like, say if
2: you made it about sight, people can accept... That well, people might yeah. have vision impairment. That for some people, thankfully, does not impact much at all. But then for other people, it can require a hell of a lot of support. And we accept that it's case by case. It's different in the amount of support. But for some reason, for some it's reason, it's an invisible
0: we... disability. Yeah, that's why. Mm. And anyone, it's it's a tough one. And like like I said in the speech, we we understand depression. We understand anxiety. We understand cancer. We understand deafness and blindness. So it's all very easily. Understandable, it's all got its own. Mm. But with ADHD, because of the name,
2: are you confident that we'll get there, like we have with depression and anxiety and everything?
0: I actually am. Maybe, but a lot of people with ADHD, myself included, still have a weird internalised ableism mm. about it. Yes, I still think, oh, is this piss weak? Mm. Is this? Is this like, come on, mate? But I know it's not. When I really go, no, it's hard. I, I hope so, and I hope that this gets across the line because I have so many. Letters and emails from parents who are really doing it tough with their kid with ADHD or their kids mm. and just don't know where to turn and don't know how to help themselves mm. because they just can't afford it. Mm. There's nothing worse than feeling like you're failing your kids when you can see it within your reach a way to help them. It's pretty devastating.
2: But also, as difficult as this debate in quotes is, you know, when you made the speech, one of your main intentions was to put this on the agenda and mm. like you've literally got. The minister for it. Is he a minister? Yeah. yeah. Minister for it, talking about it, and the lead article of all the national newspapers. And so it is going to result in a national debate, which is going to be horrible in lots of ways, but
0: I know. we'll push things forward. I know, and I hope it does. I don't think I am equipped to take a very big part in that debate. I well you've said
2: what you wanted to say. Mm,
0: I will lobby Bill because I know Bill personally. Mm. I'm actually I know Chloe, his wife, better.
2: Because she's a fabulous dresser.
0: Correct. Just a fabulous human, full stop. But <laughs> I am comfortable, I will reach out to Bill personally and just be like, dude, where are you at? What's mm. going on? And mm. um, what do you need from me? I'll do that. But I'm not, I'm not gonna enter into the public. I'm not going to have a slinging mat or a shit fight with, you know, another radio host that might be, you know, on another, Mm. on an AM station thinking this is ridiculous or I'm not going to do interviews. I get asked every week to go and, you know, chat with various TV shows and I'm not going to do it because I don't believe I should have to convince people why people like me Mm. need the NDIS. I Mm. think that's fucking awful.
2: Yeah, and you you're also so comprehensive in what you've said from your and then other than beyond that, if you go beyond that, then you need to be speaking to policymakers and to which is not Not me. Yeah, it's not you. You you've you've shared your experience Mm. to to hopefully provoke all of that Mm. and it has. Mm. So I mean, you, can't, you are allowed to say, I said it, refer to my speech.
0: I, and I have. Yeah. <laughs> Please see my speech. But I really hope this happens. And you know, I, I, I don't want anyone to feel like I'm leaving them adrift. I will keep my toe in the pool, but I have to protect my mental health mm. and I have to be able to be there for my kids and this podcast and my team. And I just know that I don't want to stand with a sword, fly my dragon like Daenerys Targaryen and burn a city down I can't.
2: You can't Daenerys it.
0: But speaking of...
2: Oh, what a segue.
0: Mate, <laughs> this isn't my first fucking radio. No. <laughs> House of Dragon. Yeah. you finally started watching. Finally. This is the story of the Targaryen set, I don't know, I want to say 200 years before Daenerys and it's on binge. Yeah. I'm loving it. I'm up to date. Just got up to date last night. It's extremely fast paced. It is is. double the pace of Game of Thrones. Thank God. Game of Thrones moves at a glacial speed.
1: Winter is
2: coming. I feel like I never quite consensually watched Game of Thrones.
0: (laughs) No. Well, I just
2: mean, no, of course I did. But I mean, my husband has always loved it, always watched it. And then at various points I've had my housemate Claire watched it. And so it was always on and I never missed an episode, I don't think, in the end. But I was sort of always half watching it just because they were watching it. And I was that—I was the most annoying Game of Thrones watcher because I was constantly like, What's this land? Oh, Who's you're that person? My husband. How does that. Oh Hang my on. God. What? Who are they? Who are, are the, S- the Spanish looking people? What's happening
0: here? <laughs> you are the worst. I. Hate that Scott I Scott does the same thing. Yeah. He skates in and out of the room and then like will pop his head around and ask a question. I'm yeah. like, no, you haven't earned that. You've got to earn it. You've got to watch it all. I to think to Adrian
2: enjoyed it, although let's not reach out to him for comment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, House of Dragon, look, the main thing for me is it's great, but I'm really having an issue with the wigs.
2: Wigs are tough.
0: No. If you have that kind of budget, surgically implant the blonde hair to the actors' heads. I I don't care what has to happen, but there's only one actor who's fully committed and that's the guy who played Charles in The Crown.
2: Why on earth would you do something like that to a hair? He's great. He is
0: amazing. Damon Targaryen. Hang
2: on, no. Philip in the crown.
0: Phil, oh, Philip. God, for it. Yeah. Philip. Yeah. Well,
2: we cheers to that.
0: Damon um, Targaryen, the uncle. He is my favourite character. I think he's the best character. He's amazing. So, and he only gets better.
2: Yeah. Rebel, yes.
0: But he has committed to the hair. Yeah. Don't you think?
2: H- yes.
0: I, Why but, are wigs hard? No, you make TV
2: shows. I would say he is i think a naturally fair person so that kind of wig sits better on him anyway regardless right i think part of the problem with the wigs on this one is a the talgarian look is white it's like albino Mm. and obviously a lot of people don't have the complexion to really sell that and then also it's often very straight as Mm. well so those are two aspects that automatically make things look strange and then in addition to that like it's I have recently worked on a production where a main actor had a wig and it's a full like it's a shot by shot proposition. You can get it you can do all the get wig made perfectly and still every shot you need the makeup person there to just make sure that it's sitting right and if you're shooting oh my nah. god I can't even imagine I don't care No excuse okay They
0: have it's the one of the most expensive TV they should have A team of wig fairies, wig masters. Yes, that's what you need. Just follow them around at all times. There is no excuse. Like, Reyna, the main character, like the Daenerys, the back of her wig is constantly lifted and you can see. And it was, that's all I watch now. There literally could be a brothel scene, which there is several. Very often. God, they love a brothel. They do. Don't they?
2: It's a lot more hardcore than the Lord of the Rings show. Oh,
0: my God. I need to go to Lord of the Rings for a break.
2: But I have to say that watching the first episode, because... It sort of begins with a princess who seems quite young, and so like I did have a little moment where I think, oh, this is all a bit Disney, isn't it? And then, whoa,
0: okay, whoa, and I made the mistake of sitting down with Odette and Marcella and Scott, and we watched the first episode as a family.
2: They really like doggy style in this magical world.
0: There's there's so much doggy style going on the opening ep, and we're all sitting there. Yeah, and I just had to say it. I said, oh, this is ideal to be watching with mum and dad. Mm. Like we have a pretty good threshold with that stuff because we're all very we talk about it. But episode one. Of this series, think about all the sex that went on in that episode, and I'm sitting there with my fifteen-year-old, mm. <laughs> just going, "Okay." Mm. So we've agreed to not watch it together. Mm. We we now just all separate and watch it. We can watch a lot of the Rings because the elves and the fairies aren't having orgies. They aren't. It's just
2: not. Thank God. Although
0: I wouldn't mind that. I think it would be a different experience watching elves and um, fairies have orgies. Yeah. I feel like there'd be a lot of pixie dust. Sure. Like it going be gentle. Yeah. I feel like there wouldn't be like hair pulling or, or slapping. I feel like it'd be very like... It would be like a ballet.
2: A lot of the landscapes, I think, in Lord of the Rings seem better for lovemaking too. Like it's like a last meadow. So true. So true. Whereas in Game of Thrones you're just in some sort of rocky... <laughs> There's also the violence is off the charts. Oh, mate. Like, if you want to see a skull cracked in, oh. you're, in you're in luck Every with the blood episode. and brains splurting everywhere. Yeah,
0: I'm, yeah, so they can nail that. They can nail an entire human skull caving in, looking realistic, mm. but we can't get a nah, lace front wig glued hard. down. Yeah, it's I'm hard. sorry. They need to employ some of the drag queens from Drag Race. Mm. You never see a hairline, a bad hairline there. Yeah. Well, sometimes you do. The young queens. But I'll tell you, there's a lot of hard fronted wigs going on in this Game of Thrones, and that's all I can think about. <laughs> I
2: have allowed myself to look beyond that and I appreciate I feel like it's just taken all my notes from Game of Thrones, which was A, I want dragons sooner. Where
0: are my dragons? Yeah,
2: this was just like first shot, boom, dragon. And I want story to happen faster. Like there were so many times in Game of Thrones where I'm like, why is she still marching across the desert? What is it? She's been there for two seasons now. Why are we going anywhere? This is like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And also the big one for me is I just, can we just nail down on one family, one world? Just let me sit in that because I can't, I'm, I'm getting confused. I can't, I can't go everywhere. I'm Scott.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not just in my fashion style.
2: I just can't. It's a lot. It's a big world. And then every, I, I remember always watching the, um, credit sequence of going, okay, so yes, there's that world, there's, there's that Oh, God, no, I can't remember it.
0: Oh, you're so old. I am so old. Yeah, no, I'm loving it. There's dragons. The dra- there's so many dragons. This is what is the, the most exciting part for me. Mm. Every episode, there's a dragon. Mm. And also, they're just killing everyone. Mm. Don't. All I'm saying is don't get attached to anyone. Okay. Clearly, they want the franchise to be well, bigger than the actors.
2: I'm attached to the... Australian girl that plays the princess Renee at the start R- but I'm now I'm hearing that that's only for a few episodes and then she gets transitioned to it oh she yeah. was awesome she was great she did look very young though I was a bit worried they were gonna make her
0: oh what episode are you up to
2: oh what have you watched two I've only watched two oh oh, oh. okay Ooh. don't okay. worry about I don't it I know how I feel about it
0: <laughs> don't worry about yeah okay well then if you don't know what happens with her and
2: Okay, yeah, she's I'm got a, she has it. a love interest, she certainly does. And he's oh. quite a handsome fellow.
0: Uh yes, him and there's another love interest. Oh,
2: the chick? No. Nope. Oh. Okay. Not
0: gonna give it right. away. Not gonna give it away. For those of you have seen it, you're like, oh my god. All right, that's it from us. Uh you head off to your stay on the set, the Spotify no, box. I'm actually are going into today. the office. Oh, what do you mean? Um, they're coming to take me out for lunch. Oh. Well, you're not here. They always try to get you, too. They want to get their little claws into you. Oh. Yeah. No,
1: I'm not here.
0: (laughs) All right, see you later. Bye. Bye. This
1: This is Emsalation.
0: Thank you, gang. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it, as always. Hello to our patrons. If you want to be a patron of Emsalation, you can. There's all sorts of great benefits. You get a personalised birthday message. You get a personalised welcome message. You get to join in on a pre-show live every week. Yeah. You get a live little chat with Michael and I before we record every episode. I mean, if that's not worth the price of admission, oh, I don't know what is. It's just an extra way to support us, and um, we appreciate all of you. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at insulation podcast and sign up for the newsletter. I am off now, as I said, to um, have lunch with Spotify. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Got a special, got a special um, brooch on today, and got my hoop earrings in, got my lavender leopard jumpsuit on. You know. I mean I always dress up for Wednesdays, there's nothing you, but it's you know, it's nice to just, just tizzy. just tiz him. I'll say jizz myself up, but that is not the correct thing. I don't want to jizz myself up. That would be not good. Like that would it would really make it feel like covering yourself in egg whites. I used to do that, I used to put egg whites on my cellulite. Because like that's what that's what I used to do. Why am I talking about egg whites? Oh, because of the jizz. Because jizz and egg whites are similar, but are they? I don't know. I'll leave you to ponder, Emsolators, until Tuesday, my loves. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.
1: Emsolation with M Rossiano is a Spotify-exclusive podcast recorded at Down the Hill Studios, hosted by M Rossiano, with Michael Lucas and sometimes her eldest daughter, Marcella. Executive produced by Benjamin Wasley. Produced by M Rossiano. Edited by Ezekiel Fenn. With videos by James Henderson. Socials by Marcella Rossiano Barrow. With assistance from Jem Evans plus cameos from M's dad Vinci. Get the full M experience by following us on Instagram at M Podcast. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter. Join other M at the M group on Facebook, the Arts is Harry Styles. If you really want to help us out, you could become a patron of Emsolation. Share this podcast with a friend, give us a five-star rating, and make sure you're following us on the Spotify app by actually hitting the follow button. As always, thanks for listening, and we're excited to chat with you again soon.